0: The Witch Doctor presents A Fallen Cycle Minisode, The Alchemist, Part 1, written by Equanimous Rex, narrated by Kevin Brown. They say he's an alchemist, Frederick drawled from behind his worn playing cards. He clutched them in both hands, elbows propped atop the table. Cigar smoke plumed over his greased mustache, mingling with the dry air. The telltale smell of tobacco filled the small shack, and the smoke became a diaphanous haze that seeped through the cracks in the walls. Frederick's bowler hat cocked to one side, carefully positioned to signal nonchalance. His foot tapped against the dirt floor in a steady rhythm. "'They say Jerusalem in the South is gonna be finished next year,' Bob quipped. He was seated to Frederick's left and slurred as he spoke. Dark stains marred the front of his shirt, still barely visible against the road dust. A bottle of rancid-smelling liquor sat next to him. "'They say a lot of things,' he belched, as if to punctuate the statement. The third man remained silent, his cards face down on the table. This one neither smoked nor drank but stared at the wall across the room with eyes that were vacant. A vein pulsed at his temple, the only movement he made. "'Well, I don't know about all that,' Frederick said, flicking a tongue over cracked lips. "'But Susie May, you know the scrapper's daughter, she was just telling me—' "'Susie the floozy,' Bob interrupted with a grin. He was about to say more when Frederick folded his cards into one hand and brought his free palm against the table's surface with a bang. Bob flinched, the table wobbled, and the rusty nails holding it together protested audibly. The silent man did not react. You shut up about that right now, I'm not fooling, Frederick warned, pointing a finger, and Bob sighed in response. The three men sat, unspeaking. No cards were played. A moth bounced off a glowing lantern suspended from the ceiling in a maddened, ignorant dance with death. The collisions made soft pattering noises. Anyway, Frederick continued, breaking the hush. He told me he showed up to town last week, face all wrapped up like some kind of leper, asking around at gold. Obsessed with finding a goldsmith, Susie said. I heard he was seven feet tall and carried a big stick," Bob offered, his eyes twinkling. "'You're a gossip, Bob Randall, if I ever knew one,' Frederick replied. Bob scowled and then his face broke into a wide grin, revealing numerous gold teeth set beside rotting, natural ones. The two of them burst suddenly into uproarious laughter. (laughs) (laughs) "'Are you going to play your cards or not?' Frederick asked around the cigar locked between his teeth, wiping a tear away from one eye with a finger. Bob opened his mouth to reply. When the third man spoke up, Bob froze. I heard he's the last of an undying line, the third man said, his voice barely above a whisper. Haunted by the years as they have passed, his loved ones and children aged and spoiled before his eyes. His two companions gaped. "'He talks?' Bob mouthed wordlessly to Frederick, who crinkled his face and shrugged. The third man continued. "'I heard he can shoot a butterfly off a dandelion at fifty yards, that he has no need for sleep. I heard that he can walk for a week without stopping, that he sacrificed his soul so his body would march long, long after it should be in the ground. There's more, he intoned, his voice now downright conspiratorial. If you say his true name three times before a mirror, he'll find you. He spits on money, only takes payment in gold. That's why they call him the Alchemist. He mimicked firing a pistol in one hand. Because he can turn lead into the stuff. Is that right? Asked a voice. Now they turned in shock to peer at the open door. A stranger stood outside with features obscured in deep pools of shadow. The nameless man stood, his chair toppling behind him, eyes wide and mouth open, cut off by the flash and boom of the stranger's hidden firearm. He tumbled backwards, a corpse before he hit the floor. The doorway filled with black smoke as the stranger walked through the fumes into the shack. Frederick dropped the cards, his eyes cast downward. He held his hands up, fingers splayed, elbows fixed to the table. When he spoke, his voice wavered. I don't know what business you had with the fella on the ground, but it doesn't concern me none. I don't know that man from Adam. The stranger did not respond. Frederick shot a look at Bob, but was unable to catch his attention, transfixed as he was by the corpse and the gently growing pool around his middle. The stranger walked a few steps forward and stopped. Frederick swallowed, or tried to, his mouth had gone conspicuously dry. Frederick cleared his throat and looked up at the murderer. Eyes down. You'll thank me later if you do as I say. His voice was tinny and edged, as though filtered through a rusty can. The words, slithered through strips of cloth, wound loosely around his head hiding his face. The two seated men did as they were told and heard the heavy clomping of boots as the stranger walked towards the corpse. Frederick could tell that the stranger was rifling through the dead man's possessions and shot a peek despite his fear. Frederick witnessed the stranger pull from the corpse's coat a foot-long metallic cylinder bearing deep and intricate carvings. The lantern hanging above shone over the cylinder's surface, casting a yellow sheen. It was unmistakably gold. The stranger turned suddenly, eyes aflame with electronic fire. Twin viridian orbs hung in the gloom. Frederick yelped and squeezed his eyes shut, prayers upon his lips. He waited for retribution. Instead, the stranger turned and walked out of the shack into the desert. There was work to be done.
1: Hey folks, it's me, Aquanimus Rex. You just listened to a Fallen Cycle Mythos flash fiction turned podcast episode, a mini-sode if you will. Something to give you guys while I finish up the next batch of the Witch Doctor episodes. A little piece of in-world narrative set in the same timeline as the Witch Doctor, if not the same point in space. Fans of the podcast, especially if you've been listening since before the reboot, may have noticed I've brought a new narrator into the mix. I'm happy to announce that for the foreseeable future, Kevin Brown will be doing the voice work for the podcast. Truth be told, it was hard for me to give up the narrating side of things, but this will allow me more time to work on the writing side of things, and Kevin's voice work is, in my opinion, phenomenal, and I'm glad to have him working on the project. Right now, I'm sitting on over 20,000 words of brand new Witch Doctor material, which is currently being edited. Additionally, there's over 100,000 words of old pre-reboot Witch Doctor content that has to be reworked. Just the new stuff alone will be months of episodes, so I'm pretty excited to get them finished and handed over to Kevin for recording. If you want to keep up with the Witch Doctor, you can do so by following the Equanimous Rex page on Facebook, or by checking out my site at equanimousrex.com. The links will be in the show notes. If you want to become part of the Witch Doctor team, consider contributing to the Witch Doctor Patreon, where you can get access to a members-only RSS feed hours and hours of old pre-reboot podcast episodes and depending on how much you pledge even a witch doctor logo enamel pin and more you can find the witch doctor patreon at patreon.com/witchdoc that's patreon.com/witchdoc I'll make sure to put the uh, link in the notes if you want to follow all current fallen cycle mythos projects be sure to visit fallencycle.com current Fallen Cycle projects include Party at the World's End, a Fallen Cycle novel written by James Curcio. The novel takes a mad ride past the event horizon of sanity with Lilith, Dionysus, and their band of fallen gods in the final days of the American empire. Party at the World's End is a mythpunk reinterpretation of Euripides the Bacchae in the age of anonymity and alternate identities. A vision of an alternate near past. This is the story of those fallen who walk among us, and hints of the world that is to come. You can also find issues one through four currently of Blackout, a comic series written by James Curcio and myself. Blackout is what happens when we can never go offline and never wake up. Bleak isolation, gonzo excess, Android dreams. Nameless characters awaken to stillborn days and wrestle with the inevitability of Cthulian madness. FallenCycle.com has these projects and more. The music in this episode was created by James Curcio, P. Emerson Williams, and Scott Landis.